Thanks for tuning back into the Thrill Me podcast. I'm your host, Adam. My co-host, Jared. Adam. We are here today recording from a hotel room in Sydney. Um, on location. On location, yeah. We were supposed to go and see a, what would you call it, a kind of a horror experience mm. thing called Werewolf Escape. Uh, that was cancelled <laughs> due to some, uh, some bad it, press. I'd call it a local theatre production. <laughs> so if the photographs of the werewolf they were using in the um, production, because it ran in Melbourne for the last couple of days, are anything to go by, you can probably see why it went to shit. Mm. Because uh, there was some pretty scathing reviews, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. They kind of must have packed up and gone underground for the Sydney. Sydney I don't even one. think it lasted a couple of days. I think it lasted one day. One day. And then they um, everyone asked for a refund, so they packed up and... Took our money. Yeah, we're still working on that. Okay, okay. Let me know. Look, in about five to ten podcasts, we'll probably hear that that money came back at some point, but... Yeah. Yeah. We Look, we took a gamble. Mm. We, we were hoping that it was going to be something good, um, something different that we could um, try out, especially with the horror sort of elements. But, yeah, it's turned out to be into a bit of a bit of a nightmare, so to speak. Turned into a bit of a horror when it comes to the credit card and, you know, yeah. talking to the company to try to get the money back. Oh, well, <laughs> look, we decided to have a have a weekend away anyway. How did you put it um, with regards to our DVD or Blu-ray watching this time around? We well, played Russian Roulette? Yeah, we played Russian Roulette. Uh, so we, we didn't have really have anything picked. We shot ourselves for again. Tonight, <laughs> for today's episode, but... We decided to play Russian Roulette with a stack of DVDs. We should have talked about nothing. We should should just, yeah. <laughs> Basically, we should have just left it, just the microphone left running for 50 chance. minutes. Yeah. We grabbed a stack. We played the Russian Roulette. We came up with Madison County. Mm. Now. Which, oh, I was hoping. This was, was a blind be a purchase by you, wasn't it? Yeah, I bought it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> How much for something like cheap. that? It, it must cheap. be five bucks. Or it was in the. I don't know if you noticed, but before you, before you opened it, it was a buy two get one free. Ah, so I think it set me probably back. to get one free. I think it set me back about eight bucks. Okay, all up. Okay, so so we decided to do Madison County. I might contact the credit card company to see if they can get, get that, that one back, back as well. <laughs> before we get stuck into that, what have you been watching over the past week or so? Uh, I've watched a few. I don't know if I can remember all of them, but I finished up the Alien Box. Uh, I think I mentioned that I was watching Resurrection, Resurrection last time. Yeah, finished that off. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I believe Joss Whedon's involved. In yeah, that, well, he wrote it, but I think if you ask him, he wrote something. I know, but I think that's what was most different. writers like to do. That's us. the go-to line. Yeah. When, when oh, no, it wasn't the thing I made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, that's, that, that wasn't I was totally good. different. I saw Spy at the cinemas. Yep. I watched, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I saw Zombievers. Uh, <laughs> That's it? Yeah, I you saw love? Zombievers. Do you, why do you find that funny? <laughs> Just the name alone. Yeah, look, it wasn't, wasn't good. No? no? Is it in the Sharknado kind of? Uh, I think they were trying to be, I'd say more like something like Piranha. No. More trying to be ridiculous for the sake of it but I think I don't know it just didn't didn't work anywhere near as well the special effects were pretty cheap I think the whole movie was pretty cheap and it just sort of I don't know it just just missed missed the mark for me okay 
Um, normally I'm right up for that sort of stuff. Just ridiculous over the top, but I just don't think this one don't think this one hit the mark. And I've forgotten. I'm sure there was something else, but I've forgotten it. Uh-huh. So. I decided to um, go down to my local YouTube store and get myself on a couple of films from my youth, I guess you'd say, back in the 80s and 90s. George Clooney's first film I watched, um, Return to Horror High. Mm. Fucking shocking. No, 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 look, Clooney's only in it for about 10 minutes, the yeah. first 10 minutes. The rest of the movie is just a hodgepodge of sort of differing stupid ideas. Couldn't have <laughs> seen that coming. Together, <laughs> roll together. I do what, a, what a surprise. Jeez. No surprises there. I did then watch another one called Popcorn, which was like a slasher movie that I'd heard a lot about. And it was actually all right. Um, you, need, idea, you need another hobby. No, the ideas behind it were <laughs> you good. You really need another hobby. <laughs> <laughs> because the idea behind this shit was <laughs> that they were putting on a, um, a horror film marathon and they were doing it with all the old sort of films with the, you know, the old 60s and 70s sort of fake electric shock in the chair and all that type of stuff. Yeah. And then there was a guy killing people in the who were there and using their faces, taking their faces off and wearing them. You'd be better off taking up knitting. That was actually Crochet. all right for about an hour. Something. Things went to shit down the stretch, but <laughs> that was far better than most slasher films. Right. Then I went down the route of The Nest. <laughs> I know, most people are going, what the <laughs> fuck are you watching? It was... A real B movie looked pretty cheap, but I had a bit of fun with it. Again, it's pretty gory and shocking. Stupid sort of stuff was happening, but it was a bit more tongue in cheek. I wouldn't have thought. I wouldn't have thought it. You know, then a movie called The Nest was a cheap B movie. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you bought Madison County. Say no yeah, more. Yeah, look, okay. Now, <laughs> the last thing I watched was a cigar flick. I think it's a TV show. Um, it was repackaged as a movie on one of the free-to-air sh- stations. Yeah. And it was called True Justice. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even give a straight face talking about this, but... How'd you like that one? It, it was called Vengeance is Mine. <laughs> um, uh, it was... <laughs> so Gail's getting lazy. He's, all his vocal work is dubbed. A lot of the fight scenes show him doing so, certain moves up top real tight and then they cut away for any kicks. And there's, it's a low shot that doesn't show his head. And the is, person, it at least, is it at least dubbed by him? I think so. I think so. I can't Jesus. be sure. Come on, Steve. There's a lot of stuff about the Russians. We're and paying stuff, you to it? do something. Exactly. And... The other thing about it was there's a part in the movie the, the movie where he comes in to see this hacker guy who's helping him out and he's got a, a young 20-year-old good-looking girl who's doing the work with him. And Seagal's, what, 60? Yeah. 65 maybe? And weighing in at 65 stone, <laughs> judging by his girth. In that this particular part of the movie, she he walks in, she says something like, um, "Oh, you're a um, very resourceful person, or something." And he goes, "Oh, gee, that was a strange way of putting it." She goes, 
well, it's unprofessional to call you hot. Oh. And I'm like, what? And then he just, he does a little bit of casual flirting back with a similar <laughs> line. And I just think, look, I love Seagal. I love Seagal at his peak for his fighting, the fighting and stuff. I always thought that was always good stuff until he got too bulky for it. <laughs> but he's just not self-aware. This and sort of the, stuff uh, is not his wheelhouse. And if the title and subtitle hadn't already put you off... <laughs> <laughs> Then you've got this. So yeah, this kind of shit that goes on. And he's always very, um, he's too serious for my liking. He doesn't know when to sort of say, look, I need to take the piss a little bit. Mm. So, yeah, look, I've had a rough trot. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a rough Self-inflicted, trot. Self-inflicted, I say. Yeah. <laughs> it would seem Speaking of not being self-aware. The good thing... The good th- <laughs> <laughs> The good thing about this stuff is... There was 26 episodes of this shit, so that, that's another 18 Christ. movies. <laughs> or nine, 12 movies or something. I could be loving it. I could, this show will be going forever. Because yeah, you'll have I, to keep us updated on all what they've yeah, what they've current, got, current subtitled true all justice. the movies. Yeah. Uh, look, the subtitle of the actual series for that year, um, that series was The Ghost. Well, so it was True that's Justice, not as The Ghost, as everything else. Vengeance is mine. Right. And I believe that the... Um, one of his crew is the same woman out of Wolf Cop. Yes. She can pick an absolute gem, can't she? Yeah, she's a... Well, I, I loved Wolf Cop. I think her agent's been recently fired. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, the, that was it for me, quite frankly. <laughs> I should be ashamed of myself. <laughs> I'm ashamed of you. Uh, we'll, t- we'll take a quick break and then we'll get into Madison County. Pick a place, you know that, James? Oh, that's cute. Come <laughs> on. Do you think it's safe? We'll be fine. Come on. Anybody home? From 2011, Madison County, directed and written by Eric England, who I believe, I believe this was his first movie, feature-length film. Yeah, I think feature, yeah. Produced by Zach Campbell, James Cotton, Randy Dunn Jr., Daniel F. Dunn, Eric England, and Ace Marino. <laughs> Stars Collie Bailey, Matt Mercer... Ace Marrero, okay. Joanna Sotomura, Natalie Cherez, Nick, and Nick Principal. Special effects by Robert Hall, who did Laid to Rest. Hmm. Now, I can't remember the characters' names. No, I can't um, And I don't know, I haven't been able to really go through Internet Movie Database on this occasion Zane. because we're watching... This in a hotel room, so we're a little bit uh, hard up for Wi-Fi. So I don't really know what these people have done. Not much. Now the budget on this film, I believe, is somewhere in the about seventy thousand. Well, yeah, that was the number being thrown around. And I'd suggest it's a, obviously it's a video on demand or direct to DVD. Mm. It's not a 
wasn't released theatrically, I don't think. Well, <clears throat> 3D. It was in 3D for reasons only the filmmakers could probably tell us. Now, there's a commentary on here. I am not going to listen to it. <laughs> well, I think maybe it was for the 3D TV market. At that point, maybe Rocket Ismail was producing <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Getting on current trends. Uh, he was getting into calligraphy, uh, <laughs> writing up some uh, phone cards. <laughs> uh, general thoughts on this one, Jared. Oh, hang on. Now, a brief synopsis. Group of friends going to the uh, up to Madison County to talk to an author who wrote a book about a serial killer in the area. Of course, when they get there, he's not there. The townspeople are, for want of a better term, weirdos. And suddenly this killer is hunting them mm. through the woods. Uh, according to the back cover of the DVD, uh, the Blu-ray case, just to let everyone know, Madison County is considered a slasher masterpiece. We didn't write that. No, we did not. Thoughts? General thoughts? General thoughts? General thoughts. <clears throat> we took a flyer. Didn't pan out. No. It would be the general thoughts. It's a very clichéd... Slasher. It's got some all right parts when you're talking about sort of the visuals and, and the actual slasher parts when you see the killer on screen and things like that. There, it's actually not too bad, mm. but the in between and getting to that, it's a chore, mm. a real chore. And the characters are just your cardboard cutout standard slasher fodder. And yeah, just it just wastes its time, wastes time getting to that sort of stuff, and not worth, not worth your time, maybe. Out of five, mate. Probably a two. No, one and a half. One and a half out of five. Yeah, I'm gonna go for a one. Out one. Of five. Yeah, it 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 is a chore. You're absolutely right. When they get to the slashing, they've actually got some good stuff there, and it's decent enough to make for easy viewing for a slasher fan. But it's easily 45 to 50 minutes of a 75-minute movie where there's none of that. 82. Yeah, but 82, according to the back, slow-scrolling credits. Yeah, no, but look, short credits. It's only a $70,000 picture. You only need a couple of names in the credits. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to give it 80 minutes. Okay. So uh, over half does not include any of what we just said, the slashing parts. And I love, I don't have a problem with slow burn and building it up, but you got to build with something decent. Yeah. And then they just didn't hear. Yep. One out of five for me. It's not one that I would even bother to look at again. Jeez, you're a hard man. Um, there's allegedly a sequel it. in the works. Yeah, oh, look. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's a Wikipedia entry and an IMDB entry, so who knows? Take that as a... Uh, God only knows whether they've even got, you know, it, maybe it was talked about. Yeah. Look, I think for a $70,000 picture, it probably ended up making a bit of money. Oh, of course. But, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's clamouring for a sequel. And. <laughs> it's not me. And I am not knocking these guys for getting, they've got a very, very, a hell of a lot in terms of the quality and the look of the movie out of $70,000. Mm. Well, that probably, look, that probably gets Gets us into the first like. Yeah. The look of the movie for the budget was pretty good. Yeah. For the most part, you wouldn't have known it was 70. Like, I don't think I would have ever necessarily thought it was 70,000. I would have said a couple of million, maybe. We're tossing around Wikipedia figures here, so who knows? (laughs) It could be more than 70,000, but... 
if that's what it was, uh, if that if that is true, it's done a very very good job. Absolutely. for the money, and it looks it looks great. Yeah, didn't see it in three D. <laughs> saw it in two D. So can't really comment on the quality of the three D transfer. But don't, we're not gonna we're not gonna revisit. Can we? No. We've got both cop versions. <clears throat> no. No. Maybe we can listen to audio commentary. No. You can do that on your own. Okay. On, on your own time. time. It does start, interestingly enough. Yeah. Not as I would have initially thought. And no. thankfully it wasn't these ones that starts at the end. Yeah, yeah. That's initially what I thought was happening, but it... it well, it does, doesn't it? No, but kind of, but kind it doesn't. Of. It doesn't. It kind of stitches that up later. Yeah. It sort of uh, sort of packages up the whole movie in that intro shot. You've got like a... You've got what you were saying. It starts at the end. Yeah. Um, and it just throws sort of cliche stuff at you, but then it throws something interesting. Yeah. It keeps you watching, and it kind of did that the whole way, but then by the end of it you were just sort of, you were left cold by the whole thing. Mm. Yeah, the interesting start kind of kept you, not guessing or yes, but as you say, what was that? You know, what, yeah. what, 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 what? there was some questions. Yeah. At least that's a good way to start any movie, yeah. I guess, especially when we're talking about cliched sort of slasher films where you're not usually asking too many questions. Mm. And I it mean, introduced any character that was introduced outside the core group you were sceptical of immediately because of that intro. Yeah. So and that's, and that's, it served, you know, served a purpose. It's, it serves it a very good purpose. Unfortunately, the momentum doesn't... It there's doesn't no momentum. Carry. It just sort of stops dead in its tracks after that. Yeah. I think it's... We we talked about it being competently made, and I and that I still stick by that. I, I think it's in, it's very well made for its budget. The mask of the killer, I think, actually works. Yeah, uh, the hillbilly he wears sort of a pig mask. Mm. That's kind of creepy and has that that vibe to it. That's interestingly enough and and quite sort of scary. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that was uh, quite good. I think he looked good. And I think he... Uh, I mean, nobody's going to forget Jason. No, of but. course not. But I think in the scenes where he showed up, they were definitely the high points. And yeah. they sort of... When he actually showed up and, and took out a few characters, that was when the pulse sort of picked up a little yeah. bit. Other than that, we were flatlining oh, <laughs> most of it. And, and the slasher things are the, the best bits, but it just takes too long to get there. Mm. It takes too long to get there. I understand that maybe you're trying to steer away from the old, the simple sort of, okay, there's going to be a kill in the first 15 minutes, say, and then we're just going to have them sort of peppered through. Yeah. It didn't really do that, which I kind of liked. Yeah, but, I mean, when you're falling into so many other cliches, it doesn't help. It doesn't really matter in the end. Yeah. And... In a movie like this that doesn't have anything to offer in that 50 minutes where nothing's happening, if the, if the characters were interesting and the dialogue was decent, maybe I'm, I'm more invested. Yeah, exactly. By the time the killing starts. Yeah. It actually reminds me a little bit of Preservation, which yeah. had a similar problem. It yeah. took too long to get to what we were after. And, I mean, Preservation was probably better written. Mm. At least had some character arcs and stuff in there. Yeah, this has none of that. No, nothing. and there's no, there's not really a payoff at all. Yeah, there's nothing. It kind of even the ending's a little bit kind of 
Yeah. Well, you don't you don't get anything other than what you expect. Yeah. You can pretty much guess it the whole way along. Yeah. Dislikes. Dislikes. Well, this is a bit longer. Have we covered them all? <laughs> There's more. Jeez. There's a couple of dislikes that come along. Right. Okay. Um, dialogue is is a real problem throughout. Yeah. The conversations never feel like they're real. No. Uh, you would find two people sitting in a car talking to each other. Yeah. Everything's an exposition to give us something that about this Damien character, the, the murderer. Yep. And all of it is just to lead to certain things. Um, mm. Their efforts and their attempts to get some kind of uh, character development basically are so... Have you got a girlfriend? Yeah, there's just none. There is no character development. And the dialogue, they've got two or three of the the clunkiest bits of dialogue I've heard in a while. Some absolute shockers. (laughs) They were just, yeah, they were just some of the worst I've heard in in movies. There's one involving the lady at the diner. Oh, yeah, the the old old lady lady behind the counter, yep. They turn up to find this... The author. This, you know, reclusive author that they're chasing. And um, the guy goes, do you know where Daniel... Uh, Randall? Randall is? Daniel Randall? Oh, no, no, I've never... Ne- never Did she say him. never heard of a Daniel Randall? Yeah, never heard of a Daniel Randall. He's an author and lives around here? Oh! <laughs> that Daniel Randall. How many fucking Daniel Randalls are there in town? Yeah. I mean, there's only... It's, a, it's obviously Hicksville because... They don't really show you the population or anything, but there's a handful of people in the diner and a couple of guys out in the, you know, in their utes and stuff out the front. That's really about it. Yeah. You don't really see any other sort of parts of town. No. So we don't really get a sense that it's any bigger than that. <laughs> but I don't know, maybe there's three or four Daniel Randalls floating around in the area. <laughs> no, no. Only never, one author, though. Never heard of him. <laughs> there's another... There's also this stuff about the brother. There's oh, this, yeah. There's this... One of the male characters is dating one of the girls, but her brother doesn't like him, and and her brother then comes along on the trip, and she, of course, says, oh, I've not, I haven't told him about us, you know. And there's sequences where he's just... Oh, I need to go... The, the, the sister goes, I need to go and pee, and he goes, I'll stand guard. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. yeah, it's kind of weird, uncomfortable. And then she goes off to take a pee, and then the boyfriend comes along after she's done, and they start sort of, you know, flirting and what have you. And then uh, the brother appears. What the fuck are you doing with her? <laughs> oh, I'm not doing anything. Well, you were spying on her. Like, you were just talking about standing around while she pissed, and you know. <laughs> It was kind of really. It was. It was just. It bad. just sort of felt like we need to have this antagonistic situation between him and the brother as kind of some kind of character thing. Yeah. But then just there is just goes nowhere. It uh, offers no payoffs of any kind. It doesn't yeah. do anything for anyone. And this goes into what we were we were talking about. I don't know if people that write these slashes and and then sort of you know raise the funds and do it themselves I don't know whether they get that you know you watch a Halloween or you watch a 
Scream, or you, you watch those classic slashes, and they actually follow a character, mm. and they actually have a story about that character. These ones just seem to put random relationships on the screen and think you're going to be interested in, oh, um, this this guy, he hates this other guy that might be dating his sister, and this fella here, he might have a relationship with this girl. And they think that that's going to sustain the movie. But when you start killing these characters that are involved in that off 40 minutes in, what what's your story? What are you telling us here? Yeah. You know? And who's the who are we following? Yeah, exactly. We're not following anyone. Yeah, and that was the that was the biggest problem with this. There was just no story. It was just these random I don't know, it was like these encounters between these people and you couldn't give a shit about whether that guy and and uh, his his girlfriend's brother, whether whether he found out that they were dating or you couldn't give a shit about whether that happened or not. I mean, that kind of thing is, you know, you could have essentially the payoff is the brother helps him out near the end or or he protects him or he dies to protect him or something like that. At least there's some kind of roundabout way yeah. to sort of say, well, actually, perhaps he didn't hate me. Da, 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 yeah. da, maybe he knew that we were dating and, you know, anything. Yeah. There was just nothing. There was none of that. And you don't give a rat's ass about any of these people. No. You don't care one bit that they're in danger. You don't care that they're, you know, they're being stalked or whatever. You, you just don't get, give a shit. And if you don't give a shit, then how can you how can you watch a movie like this and feel anything other than, uh, you know, nothing to it? Mm. One out of five. <laughs> One and a half in your book. Yeah. Um, what was the half for? I'm starting, to, I'm, no. <laughs> start, I'm starting to backtrack on that. The acting's a little bit stiff. When you're paying 70 grand for any movie, I don't think you're hiring you know, the best. No. Um, the lady in the diner, fucking atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's someone's grandmother, <laughs> if I'm honest. Yep. She is really, really bad. Yes. The killer, the guy playing the killer, I thought was all right. Yeah. Uh, he has the right swagger and the right, you know, menacing. Yeah. You don't have to talk. Yeah. You know, you got a mask It's on. pretty easy, but he does a, a reasonable enough job. Mm. Uh, I believe he might played Chrome Skull. Yeah. Laid to Rest. So he I have seen, a... I've seen Laid to Rest. I don't remember it vividly <laughs> for some reason. I have seen Laid to Rest. I haven't yet. seen. Uh, Brian haven't... Austin Green in it. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the second one. He seemed to at least know the you know, the parameters of what he had to do. Yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah, it did um, the job. Most of the actors are pretty bad. Yeah, it's like you said, you can't hold that against it for a cheap picture. But it because sticks, you're paying it sticks, a out, all this. It sticks <laughs> out like a sore thumb. When you when you're trying to, you know when you're trying to build the movie on these relationships for well. I think that's what they were trying to do. I don't do. think, though. I couldn't even call them relationships. No, well, that's the thing. You've got these you've got these sort of weak scenes between these two people that are kind of like, oh, you know, uh, I, think you're, I think you're pretty hot or something stupid like that. And then you've got two actors delivering it who aren't very experienced or very good. It just, I don't know. You've got zilch. Yeah, you've got, <laughs> you've got nothing. You've got nothing, yeah. then. And they always say good actors can turn shit script into something palatable. But you got none of that here because you got both. You just got a massive shit sandwich, basically. <laughs> yeah. There are just there's so much stuff there that, and I, you know, I love the idea of the slasher film is that you you, you, you get your crazy Ralph character who tells you to turn back, and you don't. 
Yeah. But in this movie, you have multiple opportunities to go, whoa, look, they're threatening us with knives and the like. I don't know about you, but if I end up in the backwoods and I rock into a, I rock into a diner and the entire town's in the diner and they're all wearing camo, bloody army gear, trucker hats. And they look um, my way in sinister fashion. Yeah, but, you know, there's, there's one full set of teeth between 30 <laughs> of them. Uh, and they look, yeah, every single one of them turns around and stares me down. I'm probably considering leaving town. Then when I go outside the diner and one of them says explicitly, leave town, and pulls, pulls a knife, knife on, on me, me. I'm, probably, I'm probably taking the advice. Maybe, just maybe. Yeah. I don't know, call me a cat. <laughs> I'm probably jumping in my car and saying... I will call you a cat. I'm probably jumping in my car and saying, how about we, um, how about we camp somewhere else this yeah, weekend? Yeah, I'm getting out of there. The weather's a bit cold here. <laughs> we'll, we'll find somewhere else to camp. Yeah, I'm getting out of there. But these people don't do that. Once again, they do use the old stereotypes of slowly but surely over this 40 minutes of boring poop, they separate the characters until they're oh, alone. It was it was eye roll material every time it happened. For starters, there was there was, you know, one of them nicks off back into town. I'll go and ask a few questions. Okay, fuck. Take the All car. Right. Yeah, oh. yeah, take the car. Well, I, I, okay, that's that's a stretch, but I'll cop that. There's still four of you sitting there. On a, may I may I add on a private property? Then they when say no one's around. When no one's around, then then might I you know might I say they split up and say. This pair will go this way. That pair will go that way. Where should we go? Probably the only two locations we could be snuck up on by a mysterious killer. Okay, cool. You All go right. in the haunted bar. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go in the dark. Uh, um, we'll go in the dark, bloody um, downstairs in the basement. Yeah, and then the biggest sin is oh shit. We find something that fucking a bit of a smoking gun, shall we say? And then when you find the smoking gun, shit, let's split up. Me and you, we'll split off and just go on our own. That'll that'll work. And then the other pair... And the gun's the, really not even smoking that heavily. Well, it's, it's, it's enough. It's enough to say, shit, if, if we're stupid enough to still be here after having a knife pulled on us yeah. and the whole town um, being <laughs> extremely hostile towards us, maybe we should leave now. But no, no, no. We'll, um, we'll, we'll split up again until, you know, there's, we're just, you know, one person and one person. Mm. And then the other pair... They come up with some other stupid. Oh, he comes up, up with. I need to do a really oh, yeah, long, piss. hard piss. Yeah. She goes over. The, he goes over there. Yeah. Where? Oh, out of sight. <laughs> so and, I can be killed without you seeing me. And I mean, one of these blokes is supposed to be writing a thesis. I thought if you were smart enough to write a thesis, you'd be smart enough to say, "Let's let's fuck off out of here." <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Let's just keep, you know, let's just keep breaking apart until it's you know, just one, 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 one. We can be picked off. Yeah. Oh, look, a guy just pulled a knife on us. Shouldn't we go and interview this guy? Fuck that. We're getting out of here. Yeah, that's exactly. It. Speaking that's of the, the guys. It's the biggest scene of the movie. I know we're watching a movie and you're supposed to be, you know, they're supposed to be dumb college kids and whatever. This one's supposed to be smart college kids and they're dumber than any friggin' movie I've seen. Well, Jared, you're back at uni, but when you're doing a thesis... <laughs> You're not I'm not just, doing a thesis, but I even I know to get out I of know, there. But if you're doing a thesis, you're not just turning up to uni to just do a thesis and, you know, bum around. If you're doing a thesis, you've done fucking four years. Yeah, look, you've at least listened to one or two. <laughs> you? <laughs> you, you've you, probably done, you've probably read three of the 17 look, chapters. Uh, and been, oh, okay. <laughs> That's how it is. Paraphrase turned, the rest. You've turned up to maybe 
Five of the lectures. <laughs> uh, you got all the notes online. <laughs> and you've been out the piss on you, a Thursday night. Yeah, ran night. into a couple of blokes that you had lectures with the next day and said, What's, what, what was the reading about this week? <laughs> Give me a rundown. You were at the top level of Boiler House. <laughs> so now I can see you. <laughs> no, but when you're doing a thesis, you're supposedly a little bit cagier than the, the average. You're smarter than the average. Yeah. Uh, this, so this guy, he goes, he's supposed to be an absolute authority on... This Damien serial killer and having he's supposed to have read the book that it's based well, on. Well, fuck, he's interviewing the author. <laughs> so you'd think he might, well, maybe it was the same deal. He just read a couple of chapters yeah. and thought, fuck, I'll write my thesis yeah. on this place. Uh, so I said, listen, this has got to be due in a week. Oh, fuck, I'm going to go out and interview this guy. That might work. <laughs> Good assignment. But he says, what's the deal? They say, what's the deal with this, this Damien guy? And the thesis guy. Barely opens his mouth in this section, and one of the guys goes, what does the book say? Mm. Once again, Mr. Thesis, who supposedly read the fucking book and is writing the thesis. Twiddling his thumbs. <laughs> he is silent, silent on the matter. So old mate gets the book and reads the back cover. He's <laughs> <the back> <laughs> yeah. like a Wikipedia entry. It has all the details mm. on the back. You know, thankfully enough for, for their sake, all the exposition they needed was, was compact and, on you know, included cover. on the back cover. Fucking long back cover. Yeah, though, it would have been several pages worth. And then finally, shit for brains, <laughs> Mr. Thesis suddenly pipes up into oh, the yeah. action. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And look, this is, this is probably my biggest problem with it is you're expecting us You've gone out of your way to sort of paint that these guys are, are, are kind of smart. Well... But then you, they act so fucking stupid. And like I said, you know, we're watching slashes. We know these people are going to act stupid, but when they act so damn stupid, it's just hard to take. You're selling us a... Like you said, you're selling us a shit sandwich, but on the, <laughs> mes- on the menu you've written it up as fucking prime rib. <laughs> It's a bit. You told me it was a club sandwich, yeah. not a shit sandwich. Look, it's, it's, it's prime rib on rye and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> when you get it, it's a fucking shit sandwich on a couple of mouldy bits. Of <laughs> it's a shit sandwich without the bread, this one. Speaking of the smoking gun, there's a scene very early on, maybe this isn't the smoking gun, but it's meant to be like a scare, where he's been taking photos with his camera, the, the nerdy-looking fella. Yeah. <laughs> who, mind you, I digress, is he's in the relationship with this girl, not going to tell the brother. Brother comes at him aggressively at one stage, talking about how he's been spying on the sister. I think it's time to go, listen, I fucked your sister. I'm, I'm sleeping with your sister. Well, look, as it's I said, as I said I, I'm, taking the, I'm taking the route where I'm probably not as, you know, showing as much bravado as that, <laughs> but I'm saying, look, look, okay, I admit it. I took your sister out for a meal. <laughs> Right, two or three times, you know. Was it? Was it I took her out to Hogsbreath. We had a... <laughs> was it a? Was on the menu at Hogsbreath? Was there a prime rib on rye? <laughs> yeah, there was, yeah. Shit yeah look, I took her out for a prime rib. Prime rib. We rolled around in it a couple of times. <laughs> like, I took his sister out for dinner. That's it. Um, at the very least, say, listen, we're in a relationship. That's yeah. why I was spying on her while she was peeing. <laughs> What's your excuse? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing here? 
But, okay, back to our mate. He's taken the photos and he, he's looking back through them and he sees something. He kind of double takes on one of the photos and he zooms in next to and behind the girl and the guy in it. Yeah. And I'm assuming you're supposed to see pig guy in the background. Supposed to see something. But you can't see it. You can't, we you don't can see, see anything. Well, and he he looks sort of confused and stuff. Yeah, it's 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 really stupid because it's twenty minutes in where mm. you it's kind of a it's a reasonable sort of scare to have. Yeah, it would have been a scare if he hadn't just been looking at a bunch of trees. And I mean, if he I don't know, maybe our eyes are so bad that we couldn't oh. see it. But we freeze frame. I haven't free <laughs> look. I haven't freeze framed that much since Sliver or Basic Instinct. <laughs> but look, we freeze frame. We couldn't get anything out. Frayed forward, frayed back. Right. Couldn't see anything other than a patch of trees. And I'm not convinced he could either because he didn't mention it to anyone. Yeah. Yeah, nothing's mentioned about it. No one says, check this out. And then when they see pig guy, fuck, get in the cab. <laughs> let's get out of here. Yeah. This is after being threatened with a knife and having the entire town look at you like you're idiots. <laughs> Again. Well, the, the whole town was right. Yeah. In the, in the end. There's a couple of jump scares. There's a jump scare in particular. And this is where the movie's just not quite getting those things right, mm. which would make it slightly better. Yeah. Because then you get to the slasher element in the last 25, and you can sort of go, okay, it wasn't brilliant, but it wasn't that bad. Yep. But there's a jump scare where the guy's at the, the cemetery, um, the brother, he's at the cemetery, and behind him, a guy steps up behind him. Yeah. And he stands up. And so they're both in the frame, and you can see the guy behind him is basically the caretaker or whatever, the cemetery. Then he turns around, and we get, like it's meant to be a scare. It's yeah. not a scare at all. Again, it just sort of showed a misunderstanding of what makes these movies work, perhaps, because, we're, you know, the, we as the audience all saw what it was and that it wasn't the killer, but then they throw the musical sting in there like it's going to scare the character in the movie. Yeah. So that was kind of a little bit confusing. The the music. <laughs> Obviously, they contacted Philly Nelson, and, <laughs> and, you know, uh, for some some sort of country twang. They listened to their local look. They listened to the local classic rock station. They recorded it for half hour. They sent it to their local session band and said, "Give us something that sounds like this." Yeah. So and that kind of. I don't know, it kind of seems out of place. <laughs> Again, look, parts. on a budget, probably worked. Yeah, well, look, on a budget, you're probably you're squeezing the life out of your budget. You can't contact Willie Nelson, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Even the people with money struggle to get in touch with Willie Nelson. <laughs> the people without the cash, what chance do they have? Yeah, that's right. Look, this was something I found about it. You didn't particularly have a problem with this. But as the movie progressed, it actually got worse in the last part of it. Mm. The camera works really shaky. Yeah. Um, there's out-of-focus shots. I think it's because they're obviously trying to get that gritty, that grimy, up-close sort of feel. By that stage, it feels was... like you're in in the sort of right there. Yeah. I was gonna, like, by that stage, I was rolling my eyes so many times, I was looking at the roof more than I looked at the screen. It's either so. that or the 70 grand did the sort of sprig for... <laughs> 
tripods yeah. <laughs> or anything of that note. It didn't bother me as much. I didn't I didn't really notice that and say that was a real Well, it was out of kilter shots. There was one near the end where she's walking up the road and it's on a fucking angle like that. Listen, mate, that's called a Dutch tilt. <laughs> that's, that's art, you know? You just need to brush up that. <laughs> that's art, isn't it? Right, yeah. okay. The just, Dutch tilt. Just culture yourself a little bit, Okay, please. okay. So that was the Dutch tilt. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that that was the Dutch tilt. Okay. The worst thing in the entire movie, as far as this movie goes, is it simply is about nothing. Yeah. By the time it's over, there's nothing that's happened to anybody of note. Well. There's really nothing that's been resolved. There's nothing that pushes it towards a sequel. There's no satisfactory ending. It's sort of of exactly what I was saying before about... It's, it kind of just shows a misunderstanding of what these movies are. Like, you you follow a, uh, even a Friday the 13th, that when we watched it, we thought, geez, it was a little weak story-wise and that sort of thing. It still followed one character and still told a story of mm. that character. This doesn't tell anyone's story. It doesn't tell a story. It's not the slasher's story even. Like, it's, I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to say this is the story of, Damien or whatever, but that's that's very little of the film. The characters that you have in there, we don't know whose story it actually is. Like, it's well, just I'm assuming they're really going confused. for the guy who was driving the truck, thesis guy, if anyone. But he, I mean, he seems to have the most screen time and seems yeah. to have the most kind of characterish things because he talks about yeah. how. But yeah, I couldn't tell you what his story is. What, was that what thing his that development? You pointed out with her at the fire. Yeah, the girl who's who's there with him, the Mr. Thesis, she goes off to go to the toilet. There's plenty of, you know, references to going to the toilet <laughs> in this movie. But it's Mr. Thesis is sitting there, they get that girl who came with the other girl, mind you. Yeah. Goes, So, when are you gonna make your move? Yeah. And it's like don't yeah. you haven't you guys met and well, know each other? Yeah, well, this is what I was confused about. Obviously, Mister Thesis and the camera guy are best best buds, and then the guy that the camera guy is secretly taking for meals occasionally is um, <laughs> the, the girl. Is, yeah, yeah, the, the girl, girl the cameraman is taking the for girl meals. the cameraman is taking for meals occasionally is um is you know the, there's a connection there. But then she introduces him to her best friend, who seemingly was in a class with his best friend, but nobody seems to fucking know each other. They're shaking hands when they meet. <laughs> you know, when are you going to make your move? Like- and, then, and then immediately, yeah, she's only, he's only, he hasn't even spoken to her in the car, and then... Mrs. Meals is going, so when are you, gonna, when, when are you going to um, make your move and perhaps... Take her out on a meal yourself. <laughs> yeah, I didn't just, get that. What the just, fuck? Like, is this how things be, operate these days? Yeah, it just seemed to be wasting time. Like, it's supposed to be setting up how we know these people, but the whole time I'm asking, well, how the fuck do they not know each other? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. And she says something. She actually makes mention of the fact that she was in his... She was in his class. Which class was it? English? English. Or? Well, it wasn't the one involving a fucking thesis. <laughs> his thesis is shot by the end of this. Uh, can I just throw this one out there too? <laughs> I know you love a, a good plan, a well sort of thought I love, out plan. I love a you great love a plan. good plan. What are your thoughts on the, um, you know, the eventual author? What are your thoughts on his plan? 
Yeah, I didn't kind of really understand it because he comes along, he comes back into the plot movie because we see him early on. Yeah. Very briefly. We don't know he's the author. Yeah. He comes back into the movie. Spoiler alert for anyone who's watching this. But he comes back into the movie. Turns out he is the author that they've been looking for. So so he says. So he says. We've got, no, you know, he doesn't pull out a passport or a yeah, license. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we don't yeah. really know. But... The, there's a girl at the start who's hit over the head with a mm. a shovel by this bloke, yeah, hillbilly sort of guy, and dragged and put in a truck and taken away. Turns out that's his daughter. He's been looking for her. Yeah. Him, thesis guy, turn up at this derelict sort of farmhouse, run into our old mate, the hillbilly, and he says, where's my daughter? The author knocks out thesis guy. Yeah. When they come to, all three of them are tied up <laughs> beside each other. Yeah. And. The daughter. From what he's talking about. The author of the thesis seemed man. seemed like this was his plan all yeah. along. And he says, this is your fucking plan? And he goes, oh, I had to, had to do something. Not this. <laughs> yeah. Like. Surely not this. <laughs> That just added to the, the confusion. And then of suddenly the Pigman appears. Mm. And does what Pigman predictably <laughs> does to everybody but the people in the movie. But he killed, like, this is the other thing about this guy's plan. I was assuming perhaps that they were related, him and Pigman, and that maybe he could talk him down. Nah. <laughs> just, Pigman just stabs him in the guts, and that's it. <laughs> and it's like, what? What was the point of that? Why Why did you put yourself in a position to be killed? Yeah. I think it's fair to say when a slasher has us, ask, has us asking this many questions <laughs> and has us, you know, sitting there with a quizzical look for, for 70 of the 90 minutes or 80 minutes or whatever it is, it probably hasn't done a very good job. It hasn't succeeded? No, yeah. Well, fair to say it hasn't succeeded. Yeah. So, it hasn't succeeded no. in this case, which is disappointing because I I do kind of like the fact that it's made on a minuscule budget and it looks good and it shows that with 70 grand, you can do a lot. Okay, you can't get Willie Nelson. Look. you got to get his brother, Philly. I'm a great supporter of this sort of stuff. I, I will purchase this for $8 on Blu-ray <laughs> and, you know, piss and moan about it for the rest of my life, but... I'll probably go back and purchase another one for eight dollars. <laughs> if you if you throw out Madison County too, I'll I'll buy You'll that off you. It? I'll buy that off you, and then I'll moan about that one too. I guess what disappoints me is you. This is a seventy thousand dollar budget, a movie that looks pretty bloody good for seventy grand. It's competently enough made, and there's enough ingredients to make it better than what it is. Mm. But it's just haphazard, and it's the script. Yeah. It probably lets it down quite a, badly. The biggest problem with this one, if the script was a little bit tighter, that that killer and those visuals would have made it a, a fairly solid slasher, I think. Yeah, you know, one and a half. Oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. I'd give it a two, maybe. No, but the script is what ultimately hamstrings this movie because yeah. all the conversations in between anything that's interesting are just non-existent crap. Yeah. They're about nothing. And you can't have that because we yeah. don't care for these people. So we don't give a rat's ring when they get killed. Mm. By the end of the movie, I couldn't have cared less who got away. No. And whether the killer was still alive or not. I did not care. 
No. Spoiler alert, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I, did, I, I don't know. I think I might have missed that bit. I was on the iPhone by then. Is there anything else you want to bring up about Madison County? No, I think I think we've we've covered it fairly well there. Yep. We've been a little bit, you know, we've laid the boot in, but I think it was fair enough. Yeah. Really. Look, I, I, I don't I don't know if we've laid the boot right in, but I just feel that there's there's too many portions where it just doesn't doesn't work out. Hmm. We'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about what we're going to do next episode. Kids, best be getting out of here while you still can. <laughs> you need to go. Start running. We're never going to get out alive. Next episode, Friday night's a great night for football as we delve into the seedy underbelly of the NFL in the Shane Black written, Tony Scott directed, Bruce Willis starring The Last Boy Scout. Thanks a lot for listening into this episode. We'll catch you next time. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at thrillme, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.